Today's podcast actually isn't a DWA podcast. This is a CWA podcast starring Warren Madsen, Ali Javadon, and myself, Lane Skelton. Um, on this podcast, we talk about camping and food you eat while camping, tents. Uh, that's kind of what we talk about, all that kind of stuff, travel. And uh, yeah, you can find this podcast everywhere where podcasts are found, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those things. Um, we have about 20-something episodes up right now, so go find it, like it, review it, rate it, and uh, enjoy. This is Camping While Awesome. I'm Lane. I'm Ali. And I'm Warren. Thanks for joining us. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Did we do that out of order? Yeah, but that's okay. Okay. What do we do out of order? I think Warren goes first, right? But that's fine. I like that. Warren, I like, do you I, go first? I like to mix it up a little bit. Wait, what happened? I said this is Camping While Awesome. You said I'm Lane. Ali and I said I'm one. Oh, I jumped. That's okay. It's because like Uno. You, really you just slow, got the skip card, dude. You just got the skip card I during. You were Uno. just really not slow to say your name. Yeah, it was kind of going a casual. You were like, "This is camping well, awesome." And then I'm like, "I'm Lane." Yeah, that's what Lane does. Lane just commits. Point him to the jump. Sorry about that. Full guys. throttle commitment. There isn't many more people that I know that just do shit. Just get shit done. Oh right? yeah, ripping yeah. in the tearing. I'm a doer, dude. What's up with this mug? Isotherm. It's not isotherm. Isotherm. That's, That's just a Yeti, sticker. bro. It's a I sticker I took off of the isotherm refrigerator. Got it. I was like, dude, they make mugs now? Nah. It's more yeah. expensive than Yeti and whatever combined <laughs> isotherm. And Dometic. Dometic. Uh, but not Grizzly. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it looks good, though. It's a nice looking mug. Yeah, I'm surprised you would admit that. It's a Yeti, dude. I know, but I like that frosted gray. You want one? Kind of look. I it's think. a range one. Look at. Oh no, I'm not cool enough for that, but I do appreciate it. What's ET all about? Huh? Uh, it was a Yeti Extra sticker, and I didn't have a way of identifying my own, so then I cut the Y and the I off, and I did dude, ET. Dude, look at you, like He's Radwood smart, style, dude. like Radwood style. He's a smart guy. <laughs> ET. Hey, uh, sharpied in the little period right here. We're almost to a thousand followers on Camping While Awesome Instagram. What? 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 So if you're listening and you're like, what? I need more things to follow on Instagram, like cool camping content. Yeah. Um, holler at Camping While Awesome. Holler at your boys right now. Holler at your boys. Yeah. So it's happening. We're making it. We're really doing it, guys. I'm looking at this picture. Motor Nine hundred and forty-five of a Rivian R1X. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, outfitted like SUV. Yep. Looks pretty dope. I did not look through that yet, but I saw the announcement and it looks kind of cool. So it's like more of a hatchbacky or what's the difference? I think it looks kind of like a, almost like it? a boxy. But it's more like, Ooh. does it slope in the rear a little yeah. bit? Yeah. It's more SUV. Like but it looks crossover. good how it's like kitted out. Right? See? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that's... Hold on. It looks cool. Is that on Rivian's feed? This is on Motor Trend. Okay. There was another one, the Rivian van thing, the camper van thing that they talked about too. That's the one I saw. Yeah. Um, I need to catch up on my Rivian news, I guess. Yeah, dude. 
fresh mm-hmm. out. I'm fresh out of Rivian news. Um, I don't know how camping this. Oh no, it's kind of camping style. I bought um two electric uh bikes the other day. Oh yeah, let's talk I about that. Two e bikes. Jesus. They from Saunders. You know that company. Yeah. So it's the step through one. It's called like the step through. It's just like a looks like a girl's bike kind of. They just call them um, step through frames now. Yeah, but they're full. They it folds in half oh. as well, right there, right at the travel basically. Um, and they were open. Bo- they had an open box sale going on. The bikes are seventeen hundred bucks everywhere. They were five hundred bucks each. Whoa! Anything so, wrong with them? Just like scratches and stuff. Okay. And what are you going to do with them? Just put them at the house. For you're not going to ride them. No, we'll ride them. Oh, okay. But <laughs> just on. for the wall. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got them for my house, like to have these bikes at the house. Yeah. Got, you know, cruise yeah. around. Basically. Another smart purchase by Lane. Uh, but I think it's a. I think it's a cool. Also, like going camping and stuff. I think it's a cool thing to have. Like yeah. so. One thing I'm stoked about with this year's um, camping while awesome, which we've talked about a lot, but uh, going in Laguna Seca next week. Maybe you're listening to it and we're going in two days from now, probably actually. Uh, so one, one exciting thing about that is we plan on bringing some e-bikes Heck and yeah, we are. that's pretty rad way to go down to the track, cruise around the pits and stuff. Like how sick is that going to be? Very cool. Uh, I got for my car, I'm going to put on the Porsche when I go down there, I'm going to put an e-bike on the roof of the Porsche I got Sea Sucker Mount. Oh, dang. That's like uh, Eric Horton was rolling on yeah. his yeah. on the 944. So it's the uh, suction mount. Uh, I have a two bike one. And uh, I'm gonna, I actually bought it for the Polestar to bring um, the Zoo's BMX bike that we have here at Range um, to the Autotopia, Autopia 2099 car show. Because I'm What's bringing, Autopia 2099? It's an electric car show in Richmond, and I'm bringing the Polestar. Where's Richmond? It's in Virginia, <laughs> and uh, I'm bringing the Polestar, but, I, you know, it feels so weird bringing a new kind of boring car to a car show. So I was like, I need to juice this. I need to, you know, juice it up a little juice bit. Juice it up, spice it up a little bit. So I'm putting the, I want to put the electric bike on the roof of the Polestar. I see. At least it'll be like somewhat yeah. cooler than just having a, like, it feels just like going to a, sh- like a showroom floor. If you or just like, like a, a Whole Foods. Car. Yeah. yeah. Whole Foods. You have like a vape pen and a Whole, and a. Yeah. You're just like, Hey, look at it. Here's the charger station. Oh, we'll walk through the Tesla section and then the Electrify America section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get some kom- kombucha and some macarons and then uh, yeah. you're good. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. I do like the option of bringing a bike. Now I'm like, I should bring my bike to camping. Dude. Oh, oh yeah. You dude. can put it on my roof of the 911. Well, I'll have a truck or a van. Okay, or, never actually, mind. Question. What should I bring to Camping While Awesome? Oh. So I have three choices. E36 M3. <laughs> yeah. Put the seats down. Done. Um, you don't need to camp in it. No, I don't need to camp in it. But I have three vehicles that I could camp in. Option number one, 1987 Volkswagen Vanagon. I've brought it many times. It's it is a camping rig. Option number two, Mercedes Benz E320 wagon. Nah. Seats fold down flat. Nah. I've camped in it before nah. there too. Unless you plan on doing Uber on your downtime, I pass on that. <laughs> like actually driving for Uber? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I guess I could do that too. Option three, 2000 Toyota Tundra. 
Camp Under the Stars. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. I I know the newness of the Toyota will make you bring that. Be kind of but, fun, right? But I do think the Vanagon is the, the Vanagon's the, the right call. The play. Yeah. Yeah. Vanagon's good. So Vanagon update really quick while we're on it. Um I got it cleaned and uh, it's running great. Everything's good. But the front windshield rust bubbles have taken a new turn. They're not good. Oh. It's not good. Some, it's accelerated. Rust is weird like that. It'll be like, oh, there's like a bubble. And then all of a Steady. sudden, Steady, yeah. it just goes crazy. So there's a new spot forming on the other side of the windshield. They're the two spots that were already there are like getting to critical mass. There's like a crack forming. So you need to bring it to a body shop. Have them take out the windshield. You need to have it fixed. I know. And then in the windshield. It's just reinstalled. such a kick in the, you know what, to have yeah. that all of a sudden it was sort of just like status quo. And you're kind of watching it. You're checking over it. Checking over yeah. it. But this last time when I watched the car, I watched it with Andrew in the driveway and we were going over it and I was like, oh my God, that looks really bad. And like kind of peeled up the windshield seal and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, bad. You gotta do that's it bad. before you have to like do gnarly yeah. work. I know you got to stop it. So yeah. that's where it's at. Like, I don't know. I, I talked to uh, a buddy that was at morning motors that has a body shop and he was like, yeah, well we can get it figured out and stuff. But like you said, window out all that stuff needs to be chopped out or grinded and yeah. So there we are. Yeah. And hopefully you're not yet at like a hole. It's pretty close. Okay. It's, so you might, he might need to weld a little patch panel in. It's yeah. It's pretty close, but man, all the Volkswagens do that. I know my, Every, my, uh, are, first, is the sheet metal available mm-hmm. for a whole clip? No, but you know, he's just going to need to like bend a little piece, like okay. tiny. I don't know uh, if it's available. My, 79 rabbit that i bought my first car bought it in like 97 it was already it already had a hole there every the car was like perfect but that was the thing it had yeah. a little rust bubble and then i cleaned it and it turned into a hole basically yeah and i i sold a van again a, a synchro for someone years ago and it had a just a, a complete hole right through it at that same spot and they on the early volkswagens the electrical box is right there so then water goes into the electrical box and like screws everything up yeah that's a bummer it's a bummer but anyways so i could uh, still bring the van again's the right move yeah just because you can sleep inside and you'll you won't wake and up keep with all your stuff do yep. all over your although face you can keep your stuff in the truck and i'm not gonna have that much stuff really and i could bring the bike the truck's cool though too but you'd want a tent, right? I was thinking I would just do, um, I have this little tiny head tent. I don't think I've talked about it on Camping While Awesome. Oh, whoa, creepy. Whoa, whoa. Head tent? Head tent. You Let just me explain. put your head in. It's like a helmet. I'm going to wear that the next <laughs> flight I take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is like a helmet. It's like, um, imagine a tent that is three feet by three feet. Yeah, it sounds horrible. A dome tent. That one side has a little sheath a little slit that you slide into. It's like a sleeping bag. So you would slide your sleeping bag and your whole upper body into it. It goes around your like midsection. You are and in your a, head is a tent. Your head is in a. And then tent. you just wear like the gross toe shoes to go with it. Is it like all come as a package? Yeah, this yeah. guy's talking about gross shoes. I know, dude. <laughs> Dude, yeah. You wear your Crocs. No, nasty no. Nasty-ass shoes. No. You're low. By the way, I ordered two more Crocs, so I'll have three different Crocs for car week. so much. I know. I want to get those Flofers, but not Crocs. All right. Um, and so, basically, your sleeping bag is exposed. It's for backpacking. It's for warm weather camping. I could use that and a tarp over 
So I'd have like basically a little room in the bed. I'm talking about minimal setup. So how about just a tarp? Right. I would do it. I, I mean, like the idea of a canvas tarp, but with a tarp, you need some structure to hold it off. To, of, yeah. You need to figure out it a way to do it. can't just be flat. No, you need something like and a so, bowed, a so bowed thing to keep my it up. Buddy built like a PVC A frame that you just put together, and it's got like three bows. Is there not a thing that's called like a? Is there not a truck bed tent? There you is. Can buy? There is absolutely. I just don't want to buy another. Well, how thing. much? I mean, that sounds rad though. It is. They also make like one hundred and sixty bucks. Amazon this, truck like, bed tent, rad thing. Yeah, buy that, dude. That's like almost coolest. too much. I don't. I don't need no, it. That's so sick. What are you talking about? Only one hundred and sixty bucks. This one delivers like, tomorrow. And then you could burn. <laughs> we could burn your stupid head tent, dude. <gasps> dude it has nine hundred and sixty-six positive reviews. I think yeah. I'm gonna go head tent and a canvas. Don't tarp. do the head. I don't like this. Is it head canvas tent. tarp? If you do a head tent, I'm just gonna pee on your. head By the way, tent. that sounds so miserable to have to go to the bathroom if you're in your head tent. Can you imagine? Yeah, you're like, I'm to just go gonna to, piss my pants. I don't ever have to go to the bathroom. You never do camping, no. drinking ma- like tons of beer and stuff. And you go, just don't have to go to the bathroom. I go before and I go when I wake up. That's how you do it. Hmm. I always t- have I've to wake up. Officially in the of tapped night. out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had you at Crocs. But camping, I always have to wake up in the middle of the night. I'm always miserable. Mm. Hate camping. Sounds like a personal problem. Look at this, <laughs> dude. It has like an awning. It has like a windsock. Yeah. Or a rain you sock. You should buy that. Dude, now it's I have called so the many umbrado. Oh, you don't have a <laughs> truck tent. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You don't have a truck tent. <laughs> I have a van tent. This is a clean show, people. <laughs> Yeah, keep it clean, guys. Keep, keep it, it clean. clean. Keep it, keep it clean. <sighs> I have a van tent. I have a personal tent. I've got a head tent. Okay, I mean, let's let's swap a truck tent for a head tent. You're never going to use a head tent. I could use it this weekend. No, but you could also use a truck tent and be way cooler and way more comfortable. It would be so cool to have a rad truck tent off yes. the back of the your new truck. It would yeah. look so cool. Like just they're yeah. kind of lame though. They're only lame. one. Use. You want to see lame one? A, a head, head tent, tent isn't lame. Who's ever seen a head tent? Exactly. Jesus. Head tent is where it's at, and it folds down to like the uh, size of a two liter bottle. It's oh, tiny. I hate this thing so much. I, I hate know. head tents. I'm gonna burn your head tent <laughs> with your head in it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pee on it first. Um, are canvas tarps waterproof? Pretty good, right? You no, can, um, they're not. Well, you can make con- them waterproof. Wax, wax, wax. Yeah, you have to get waxed canvas. Yeah, and waxed it, canvas tarp. Yeah, but then it stinks so bad. Yeah, yeah. And you it's have to heavy, like put it out for like two weeks. Heavy, heavy. It smells so. Yeah, they're bad. very heavy. It's not. It's not a great material. I just don't like. I don't like sleeping under a tarp. Like the Jesus Christ. I'm done talking <laughs> this about this. Maybe a gray. Hey, there's like an tarp. amazing tent. Us princesses. There's an amazing tent for 130 bucks delivered tomorrow on Amazon. Like beautiful. Some Chinese brand you've never heard of. Hey, I bet it works pretty well. Okay, and then we'll show yeah. him like the higher end one that's like two hundred dollars. Man, that's too expensive. Yeah, I know. And now, I'm, now you've like pushed me into the corner of head tent. I'm, I know it's so good, awful. Dude. Go ahead. I'm gonna have you to sleep. Go your, ahead. I will. You sleep in your stupid <laughs> head tent. <laughs> Just, hey, hey! Let's put a. Can we go do a GoFundMe for Warren to get a truck bed tent? Go ahead, tent, and see what I do. Uh, um, they also make those. Beds that blow up. In you the don't need more things. What are you doing? Of the bed that have uh, the spots for the wheel wells. You know, it's like uh, yeah. has little yeah, I've seen cutouts it. or whatever. The other thing that's kind of cool that is way more useful than a stupid head tent are those cot tents where it's just like a single cot and then it cl- it's enclosed on the top. Those like are a tent pretty cool. Where you can kind of like lay it on rough ground or like whatever. And oh, it's, it's basically so it's elevated. The, it's an elevated cot. Yeah, I have a cot. Like but then Dua it has Lipa a, says, 
I'm out uh, of that. Oh, yes. you want me? <laughs> I want your baby. Um, yeah, maybe I'll look into a cot tent. I have a cot because then you can use the cot tent for other things. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Have a I, cot. I think I'm starting to understand oh, him. You were also like, you pushed him off his like stance of like not one, and then you're like, slow. yeah, yeah, oh, right. It's cool. like a little fort. That's cool. elevated fort yeah, tent. The problem is you can get four of those truck tents with one of these cot tents. Why? Right. How much is that? 380 bucks. What? There's some of them that are like 150, 170. I just want but the minimal. good ones. Here, I want a minimal. I don't 130 need a bunch bucks. Of shit. Look at that. Oh, that's nice. That's 130 nice. bucks. You can open the whole side of it and have yourself a little like seance or whatever you want to do. Little zone. Just get the truck tent. But yeah. the thing is there. The truck tent is a better call. Or you can just get a tent that's the size of a truck. Just think about how much Andrew's going to love playing in the truck tent yeah. in the driveway. Like, yeah. Oh, imagine him with the the tent head yeah dude T- head tent <laughs> head tent. how's andrew gonna make look out with girls tent. in the future in a head tent look up head tent <laughs> you unzip oh. the front your head just, it's just a big helmet well, what's the nice thing about the head he's tent. so radwood he wants to be like uh danny devito or danny whatever in, in uh danny devito not danny devito yeah danny karate George. kid karate kid yeah oh the, yeah, yeah yeah with a shower curtain shower curtain oh yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, well, if you have two people in a head tent, you're really close together. I'm interested so. to see what other people buy with, that buy the head tent. Oh, probably. This is the most really? ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the stupidest it. thing I've ever that's, seen in my life. It's, it's like a it. parasol tent. It's called the outdoor face shelter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's like the, the, that's the not parasol it. version of a head tent. Please, now you're Horrible, just offending, dude. You're offending me. Tommy Bahama wouldn't even make one of these. All it is is for people who want to sleep outside. But oh, it don't doubles as a cat bed. <laughs> Perfect. So does your face. <laughs> you're wearing a watermelon one. Oh, that's nice, actually. I didn't know they made that. This is so bad. Uh, that's not it. It's more for backpacking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. That's dude. too small. That's too small. That's just like dark helmet. Or Oh, here, single person pop-up tent for 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Huh? Yeah, you can just go straight from Similar. there into a coffin. Similar. Look at that, dude. Would you yeah. sleep in that? No, that's so, so scary. Like, that's like scat. Basically, dude. I want to sleep out under the stars, but it gets so foggy and windy there that it's not great. I just don't location. understand these head tent things, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look up backpacking head tent. It, this it, is a like, really is just, horrible situation right now. I think we should move on. Okay. Oh, you guys aren't you aren't feeling it, huh? Okay, so let's let's move on before we all three of us are on our phones right now. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I, I think you guys can't handle it. I'm very okay handling it. The response I got from Amazon when I type in backpacking head tent is don't be an idiot. Just was, use a truck bed tent. It was, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I just looked up backpacking head tent and it, it doesn't come up. It shows full yeah. tents, like little, like one person yeah. things. Yeah, yeah head tent is is throwing. Whoever it off. makes head tents got arrested. Yeah. I, maybe I shouldn't say head tent. I think it's like a half body tent. I think people died in those. Let's move on because this is not getting any better. All right. So before we uh, were talking about Instagram and our uh, massive followers, thank you if you do our following. Uh, Camping well, awesome. We've got some good feedback on the podcast so far. Um, friends of the podcast have come out positive and feedback said that they enjoy it um i think peter b said that he enjoyed he wanted to hear more like uh camping hacks you know like oh yeah tips of what well, to five do. minute grass version maybe but uh for the first time ever we have questions from instagram on camping while awesome 
So let's do it. There's not many. Lane Skelton Design asks, Oh God. What are you listening to? While you're camping? Just in general. Right now? In general. I'm listening to to Lane Lane and some other idiot talking about (laughs) toe shoes and head tents. No. (laughs) Uh, We'll just make it, what are we listening to while we're camping? No. No, just what are you listening to? What you listening to? What did you listen to on the way in this morning? I listened to the uh, Carmudgeon podcast, actually. Ah, Haggerty's Carmudgeon podcast with Jason Camisa and D... Tam Scott. Scott. How was it? Uh, I am really enjoying the podcast. I really enjoy their, both of their technical knowledge, uh, about most things automotive. And, uh, we share a lot of the similar opinions. I would just have to say that Jason does a lot of this. We kind uh, of like moves, moves away from the mic microphone yeah. and it's actually kind of hard to listen to that podcast while you're driving or if there's like a bunch mm. of road noise. I can't listen to that podcast. There's really only like three podcasts I can listen to when I'm driving any of my old cars. It's this podcast, Smoking Tire and Spike's podcast because all the rest of them, I, I, I think they're having a hard time getting the audio right and just having good discipline with the microphone. Professional and, journalists. Is and, what you're and all of that stuff. Um, coincidentally, not professional journalists, but uh, no, I think definitely. Um, professional news anchors. News anchors. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the Carmudgeon podcast is what I was listening right. to this morning. Cool. Um, on my way in, I listened to Beyond the Grid. F1 podcast. Nice. Tom Clarkson. It's really interesting. Lane has gone full, like four years Nerd ago, F1. there was like eh, F1, whatever. And now he's like the most dominant. I get it. Thing. I get really into things. I know you do. Yeah. Baseball was the same thing for yeah. Giants and that faded out. Yeah. And um, faded out and I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Got rid of cable. And then like you were into that. ponies for a while. Yeah. I was into My Little Ponies. Yeah. My Little Ponies. I'm a Jabroni. And Jabroni yeah. Pony. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, F one. I could see that um, that podcast is actually really good. Depending, Tom on the, Clarkson's really good. Depending yeah. on the guests. I mean, most of the guests are pretty good. Yeah, most of them are. Yeah. So uh, why don't we expand that question and say, what do you listen to while you're camping? If I any, mean, it's if only, anything. only Jack Johnson, right? Uh, I'm not a big music guy while camping. I, I know this is. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'll listen to it a little bit here and there, but it's not like I need to have music. Do you listen to music, like, in the garage while you're working on always, your car or something always, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I always some, do. That's like, like, yeah. that's like, actually, that's one of the... It's almost like, like an escape from that, depending on yeah. the type of camping. Uh, if it's, like, party zone camping, yes, I'm all for it. But if it's, like, I'm somewhere out in deep woods... Not, so what are you listening to while you're camping in party zone? So, like, say, for example... I, like, like, camping while awesome? yeah. Like, what are we going to listen to during camp? So it, awesome. for me, like, I know this is probably counterintuitive, but I don't, I'm more into background music when it comes to camping That's music. Fine. That's still music. I'm not really into like blasting music unless you're in a party, like everyone's partying like sure. that. Like at a, you know, if you're at like some sort of festival or whatever, camping, great. But mostly background music and usually chill stuff. Maybe some yacht rock, maybe some reggae, okay. maybe Perfect. some, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Like some like I think Santana all, playing the guitar in the it, background. I think it's all about background good. because you're yeah. talking, you're having conversations right. with people and hanging out. And like you don't it, want to just overwhelm it's not your like scene. Forward, it's not the foremost forward facing thing. And I don't want people to play their music 
if I'm not into it, like uh, next door yeah. at their campground, I don't really blast. Care. No, I'm saying blasting. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to do the same to them. That's all. Um, I mean, you guys listen to the, what is that band? Tofu Green Curry or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Cro- Krung Thai or oh, oh yeah. Krungbin. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I love Krungbin. Something like that, just like kind of in the background. That's perfect. Playing. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, Tofu Green Curry. <laughs> <laughs> music in your garage is like one of the best, one oh of the God. great it's things the in greatest. life. Kinda. But I'm kind of like all in on podcasts when I'm working. I'll just put it in my back pocket, full blast, like yard yeah. work, garage stuff. I do that too. Or I'll even have a Air- headphone AirPods. on when I'm cleaning yeah. my cleaning my car or something. Have a head, have a say, yeah, earbud say. in or something. <laughs> I don't have AirPods though. I don't either. I have um, wired. I'm I have a wired wires. Boy. So. Whatever you're gonna use. I like untangling wires every time. Yeah, I me use too. It. <laughs> and I like it when they fall out because I like hit it. You guys didn't yeah. get AirPods on like Amazon Prime Day when they were like thirteen dollars. I or was something? given AirPods like four years ago, and I got them, and then I said, "Who wants these?" Nice. I gave them. I regifted them. Yeah, yeah AirPod never, Pros are the way to go. I just don't see myself like plugging them in and stuff. I hate not having charged stuff. Yeah. All right. It's me. Uh, Automotive Omnivore asks, camping while awesome can lead to a heavy burden on your brakes with mountains, a fully loaded vehicle, and maybe a trailer. To maintain braking performance and avoid vibration, thoughts on cryo-slotted rotors. I've had good luck with them, but wonder if it's the slots or the cryo treatment that's making the difference. 1,000% yes, I agree with you on this. Uh, the The cryo treatment is probably making the biggest probably difference. Probably all about the cryo, right? The slots aren't doing anything. The slots, so I'm going to clear this up because I've heard you guys talk about this on the other podcasts, oh, on the Driving While Awesome podcast. The Cr- slots are there... As far as I understand it, to evacuate the gas that can build up between the pad and the rotor. And that's why the slots go the opposite direction perceptively from what you think is because at any one point, there's a path for the gas to escape behind the pad. We all like gas escaping. We all like gas escaping. Drilled rotors, you're actually removing thermal mass. So your total thermal capacity of the rotor goes down. And in many cases, especially when you're towing, you don't want drilled tra- rotors. You want the biggest, heaviest rotors you possibly can so you can manage the heat. Dissipate heating. Dissipate the yeah. heat. The biggest deal is if you can find, if your car has the option of getting cryo treated rotors from like Tire Rack or something like that, Tire Rack, I think, has the biggest selection. Absolutely, yes. They, uh, I put the cryo treated rotors on out my wife's Sienna when we had it after three sets of OEM rotors or the three, two replacement sets and one original set that kept warping. We went with the centric cryo slotted rotors from uh tire rack and just the front, they weren't available in the rear for the Sienna. And we went another 40 ish thousand miles without touching the rotors again. And they never warped and Toyotas are notoriously, notoriously bad for warped rotors. So dude, I feel like minivans in general, they are, they're, they're like under brake. They're under brake. Yeah. They're getting so heavy. The front, they get loaded they just up warp all the time. And well, they get out. loaded up and heavy and their front engine, yeah. front transmission, all that stuff's up front. Yep. They, they get heavy. And then, you know, people pile stuff on. I remember, uh, that Odyssey we had for Radwood that they gave us for a year. Yeah. I drove that a little bit and it felt so under brake. Like it felt like you were abusing it by braking normal. Like yeah. you wanted to be lighter yeah. on the brakes. Well, the other thing too, is they try to provide this really soft braking experience for the user. And it's yeah. like, you're not going to get the performance you want. So well, they- when you load up a minivan with like suitcases and you have two kids and like all of this stuff and you're doing bikes. 90 miles an hour on I five. Yeah. Bikes are in the back. Then you slam on and the then brakes. you slam on the brakes and the whole car feels like it's going to vibrate apart just because it, and it's, I, 
I've seen it the very most with Japanese car manufacturers, especially Toyota. Mazda does this. Honda a little bit, not as much. Honda's been pretty good about that ever since I can remember. But honestly, was not good. I'll tell you. Yeah, but all of the minivans, they're just undersized rotors and brakes. So long story short. If you're towing and you have the option of putting cryo rotors on, absolutely it's worth it. And the the cryo rotors, I'll spare the details of exactly what happens, but essentially they become tougher, stronger, and uh, and their crystalline structure is more naturally in line with what the shape of the material is. It's a very bad way of explaining what's happening, but essentially. When you heat it up, it doesn't get this kind of differential stress that comes in a, a raw cast rotor or something like that. And and then that way it heats up and cools down kind of at the same rate throughout the rotor. But that being said, one of the biggest things, especially for towing something, when you come up to an intersection, don't ever just come to a stop. Stop short 10 feet or something like Let that off the slowly. And then just kind of creep your last five or 10 feet very slowly mm-hmm. just to kind of let the rotor cool down uniformly because what'll happen is you'll hold onto the brakes the sp- the portion of the rotor that's under the pads stays very hot the rest of it cools down and now you have a differential thermal gradient across that rotor and that's what you doing that repeatedly is what causes warpage and then what happens is almost like a flat spot on a tire where if you start getting a flat spot every time you get another flat spot it lands on that one spot and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. you're doing the same thing to the thermal stresses inside that rotor you'll find that it'll naturally want to stop in that spot again as as the rotor starts to warp more and more yep. and then it just exaggerates the problem and there's there's obviously times where you can't prevent stopping, you know, full stop and of holding course. it. But yeah, definitely coming more to an easy stop. And I think we see it a lot here because we have mountainous terrain. So people will load up trucks and the trucks have great stopping power usually. But when you load up like lumber and tile or whatever it is and you drive over Highway 17 where we are, it's, you know, you're driving from sea level to 2,500 feet and then back down or whatever it is, 2,000 feet. And it's steep, right? Like the entire time you're on your brakes. So take the overdrive off, downshift a gear, depending on what kind of car you have. Those are important. It's uh, really not that bad for your motor to to engine brake a little bit. No. It's just loud. Yeah, but I think that answers the Downshifting question. is great. Brickyard Garage asks, is there any more impractical Camping While Awesome setup that you'd actually choose a rooftop tent over? So I think he's saying rooftop tents are very impractical. What would it have to be where you'd actually take the rooftop tent option over option X? Head tent? Oh, for <laughs> sure. I mean, that's the thing. I Because uh, I kind of well, think uh, there's a lot of situations where a rooftop tent probably is better than, like, setting up a tent on the ground. But is it worth spending more than, like, $100? You know what I'm saying? Like, is the... the Four thousand price dollar price tag, or what, or three thousand, or whatever, two thousand even. Is it worth it? And do you want this big thing on top of your car? Heavy, big thing. Because I think in a lot of cases, it probably is the better solution. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a guy at Morning Motors, uh, driving along some Morning Motors last weekend, and he had a Ford Raptor with a Go Fast camper on it, and I got to chat with him for a little bit. What's a Go Fast camper? It's an aluminum sided camper with a pop top 
that you can access the bed through the inside of the camper, or you can get an optional uh, ladder to and access And the GoFast camper is cool because it has like almost like a VW old like VW truck or whatever where the, the sides fold down. Okay. The sides all fold up. Yeah. So, so the, like the, the both sides cool. so and the whole the, roof gets taller. Well, so the roof pops up like a, like a Westphalia. Okay. And you have a bed up there and then the sides all open and the hatch mm. opens as well. So you have like cabana mode where it's all okay. open, but it's really quick release. It's um, like riveted aluminum construction. So pretty strong. Uh, Ali, Looks that's good. the one that uh, Cade, uh-huh. who did our shoot, he yep. shot, he does their, com- he shot their commercials uh, okay. and he was saying he got one. He oh has yeah. One yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was looking for a truck to put it on basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Um, so I've been looking at them a lot. They're they're fairly affordable. He gave me the t- whole lowdown about you know good and bad. But one of the things he said was um, it's kind of noisy yep. on the truck. You know, he's a Raptor, so it's not quite truck to start with but um it added a lot of noise and he had the bars on top to put like a roof rack on so you can put a roof rack because it's metal yeah and he said that was even noisier like yeah, he had crossbars make a ton crossbars of noise. yeah he had to take those off because oh and these are built worse. for baja too so they're built to like do they're like tough. gnarly yeah okay. tough thing yeah they they're can, strong they can take some abuse yep um but the problem is that to access the roof you know rooftop you have to go through inside and remove one of the panels of the bedding right like at the floor or the foot of the bed there's two squares that you can pop out and slide in and out that way but that's kind of you have to like inch your way down and slide through a hole and then you're in the bed of the but truck. Could you also do the ladder style? You can also it's do weird. the ladder style. I'm actually going it's just the complete giving you another, opposite direction. But it's just giving you another way to go in. Yeah, the, uh, the ladder is optional, so it yeah. doesn't come with it, but you can add it. Because I think actually that's the only way a rooftop tent is useful is if you have to enter from the inside of the vehicle. I don't, I don't like the whole like ladder outside the vehicle and like all of this stuff. So I think... The rooftop tent is interesting. I, I keep thinking about like that 996 with the rooftop tent. And then I think to myself that, okay, if you're in there by yourself, basically in that tent, just sleeping, this, the, the crap that you have to go through to have that tent on the top of your 996, 95% of the time, Sucks. just get one of these like folding cot tents. Like I just yeah. showed on Amazon and throw it in the back and then you have a nice 911 to drive and- around. You can have your stuff all set up and secured and you can drive your 911. So then right? like, n- then another application, let's say a uh, standard like Volkswagen Westie or a Doromobile, something like that. I think that's totally fine. Um, and then the last one is like this like Rivian pickup truck bed, like rooftop tent thing. Uh, oh, you're saying that's that's like a tonneau cover mounted bed. Which is even weirder to me. Yeah. I, I, I The one that I think is the coolest are the the parallel opening like rooftop like you had on that one uh sprinter yeah the sportsmobile yeah, straight up straight up yep. i saw that on a g-wagon and like oh. like for me like that's kind of like my ultimate overlanding vehicle is like a g500 yeah wolfed out but it has that full roof length and you can access the back still like there's no cab separation no wall. not at all it's all yeah. one big continuous thing and then the whole roof parallel goes up there was one at uh, overlanding expo that I just didn't have the, my, I didn't stop, but the whole thing goes up and then you basically have the length of the vehicle Yep. and you can do two twins or you can do one queen size bed up there or whatever. 
But all of that being said, if I were to ever build something with a rooftop tent, I'd probably put RV stabilizers in it too, or bring jacks with me. Yeah, to make because it all it's level. like when you're up on the roof and you're 200 pounds or 250 yeah, pounds or whatever. Yeah, and you like just go to turn over, the whole thing is just like shaking like and like. Well, that's kind of how I feel about the ladders too, because I don't know how many of you you've tried, but it's usually a pretty thin, rickety, rickety yeah, aluminum ladder, sketch. and getting out is harder than getting in. Imagine so, how yeah. many times like if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Yeah, like, Warren doesn't have to do that. I don't but, have to worry about that, but in the middle of the night, if you had to get well, out I for, don't have to worry about that. For another reason. You never know. It's it's super rickety, yeah. And then, you know, you got your special lady friend, mm-hmm. you know, your special gal, yeah, your main squeeze, your best gal, you your main adjust squeeze. your shocks all the time. Like, and then there's only one, it goes out to the side, right? And so, like, if you're on the side with the ladder, but she needs to get out, you're doing the, like, whole It's only around. good so for we, we know rooftop tents kind of suck, but yep. what's worse than a rooftop tent what's worse than a rooftop tent a head tent oh yeah yeah so that's it right the only thing yeah all right what's I the will next say, question I, I will say uh rooftop tents are really nice because a few things they're flat they're a flat sleeping surface yep. and if you're in a forerunner or similar they oh. do not fold down flat i know what's worse than a which is tent. super annoying you think at first you're like that's not that big of a deal just a slight incline it sucks really oh, bad. Yeah, for so sure. bad. So that's dude. number but one. But you do have to level your vehicle, man. To have the rooftop tent? To have it flat. But yeah, yeah. Kind of. You, yeah, whatever, yeah. you put your but head on the... I'm just saying the, the surface the is... The surface is flat. Is you don't flat. have rocks poking into your back. Exactly. So that's one. Yeah. Uh, and then the other is... Um, that's I, it. Train that's all, I know exactly what the other one is. Tell me. It's like the little roll-up REI inflatable mattress on just like the ground. Oh uh, yeah. Well, the other thing is that like it's never it's never inflated enough. It's I think never you could keep everything in there. You can keep like you can keep your bedding and stuff, and you can put it all down. Right. Yep. That's kind of a great thing. Setup is pretty quick compared. To, it's way quicker. It's quicker than most tents. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not as dirty because it is it's off on the, the ground. ground. Like the Go Fast Camper is nice because it is hard aluminum roofed thing that closes and seals, and it opens with. Um, hatch struts. So you basically unlock it and it goes, That's what I like and about. it opens, right? So like yeah. there's no, uh, you know, messing around with like propping it up and putting, you know. So I like about the auto home is that it's actually a shell. Right. As same, opposed same to idea. like the Tupui, which is just this whack like fabric and it always looks all gross and, yeah, it gets you know, dirty and yeah, old. It's all dirty and, and old looking. Yeah. And those take some setup. So, yeah. And they're heavy. They make noise yeah. when you're in them. I had a wacky idea. What if somebody did an AMG 6x6 with a giant long rooftop tent? Yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, cool. that'd be great. 4x4 four four squared, period. 6x6 six six squared. I mean, why do you need all those wheels? You need that wheel, but you what need you, that length. I know, but you could just make it really killer. I know, you're good. Yeah. Um, okay, last question. Mark Ono says, what are your worst camping fails? I once forgot flashlights and lanterns. Luckily, iPhone flashlights were a thing. I've never even thought about bringing a flashlight or a lantern. <laughs> uh, my worst camping fail was I went camping with my girlfriend and forgot the bedding. Like, we had oh. sleeping bags, but no pad. Uh, I forgot both Thermarest and our pad. It was just in a different duffel bag. We got to where we were going. It was like, uh, and luckily I had a bunch of extra blankets and we just laid those down and like made the best of it, but it was 
pretty tattered. Yeah, that sucks. It was not good, and she was pissed, and mm-hmm. should have just broke up with her right then and there. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Um, and how now about, you married her? No, how about you guys? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I've had tons of fails. Are you kidding me? I've only been camping like 20 times in my life, but I failed like probably 19 of those times. <laughs> I mean, one time I brought a yoga mat to sleep on thinking that would be like, oh yeah, I don't, I, that'll be a, that'll be a great place <laughs> to sleep. Super comfy. Uh, it did nothing. Uh, I brought inflatable mattresses that just didn't inflate. Um, I mean, I mean, I've, you name a mistake, I've made it basically. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, we were camping two years ago in Washington Park in Anacortes, Washington. Um, tent camping, and the tent that I bought came with a rain cover, and the weather was warm, seventy something degrees, beautiful, all of this stuff. Uh, so I was like, I'm leaving that at home. We'd go to the campsite, beautiful campsite, all of this stuff. I just didn't think in the middle of the night that we're literally on a little peninsula in the middle of the ocean in Pacific Northwest. Uh, the dew coming off of the trees felt like rain on the, on the tent. So three in the morning, four or five in the morning, start getting raindrops all over the tent. And we didn't have any way of protecting ourselves. So we got in the car and went went back to the house oh man it sucked it, we were like everything was soaked Damn. i feel like that's a mistake i make often is not bringing enough stuff for when it's cold whether that's like just extra blankets yeah um it's all about layers like clothing about layers. right I, i'll bring one sweatshirt and you're like it gets cold dude even in monterey just like you know in the three, summer bring like two flannels an extra sweatshirt and if yeah. you don't use them that's okay and bring multiple just like even if you have sleeping bags still bring some big blankets like blankets lay nice. those blankets down under the sleeping bag it is so nice and then also pillows Bring some p- pillows yeah. are a game changer. Oh, I've always, right now I have just a f- old pillow from, you know, yeah. my bed that I've now turned into a camping pillow, but it's just a standard. No, pillow. like a real legit real stuff. Pillow. When you have to sleep on your like backpack of clothes as a pillow. It right. sucks. I bring my pillow. I bring my pillow from home. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I be, and you bring your blankie it, too. And right? it doesn't bring quite, my, my pillow doesn't quite fit in my head tent, but it's pretty close. So I just got to <laughs> stuff it in there. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. My pillow would not fit in your head tent. <laughs> is it the brand my pillow? No. Um, <laughs> that guy, definitely not. Is that guy like, yeah, he did some stuff. No, he's really cool. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> um, yeah. I was going to say, uh, Peter B. What's up, Peter B.? Um, he was asking about, uh, some hacks, you know, tips, camping tips. I don't know. A lot of these I'm sure people are well aware of, but in case you're not lighting is a thing. And some people go nuts with lots of bright lights and stuff. I'm more of the minimal, just a few key lights is all you need. And it doesn't have to be super bright just because your eyes will adjust. You don't need much right between the bonfire and a couple lights, but the advent of solar powered lights has gotten really good. Yep. And they make string lights that are those like they call them fairy lights. They're basically copper oh, string. Oh yeah, all I have it with um, the warm light. You don't want yeah. the the blue oh, yeah, or white, course. right? But those are so cheap. They're like four thousand k, ten bucks 
for like a long strand, like 30 feet. And you can, you could put a few around solar powered. They come on either like when it gets dark, they'll stay on until they die hmm. or they'll be motion censored. And I just string those throughout the campsite. Like, especially if it's a super dark site, yeah, it you gives know? you a little lighting to yeah. walk around. You're not going to, you can put it it's great. around the picnic table it and around such your a tent big and it like adds some ambiance. It's yeah. they, they pack down really small, like, you know, size of a, I don't know, Coffee mug, <laughs> and uh, you can put them all around, so it's cool. Yeah, those are rad. It's just a nice little touch. It kind of makes it feel homey, and then it's a very low impact, like no charging required, no batteries, no bullshit. Yeah. I have the same one that takes four AA batteries, and I run those Energizer Lithiums. Do they last? I've had. But why? You have solar that can do it. What if you want to use it on the inside? You want the kids want the like, solar on the outside and anyways, string it in. I want to give a a shout out and a tip. I stayed. Oh, should we talk about my camping? Wait, trip before you do that, one thing about the lighting. I did. I lied and said I never bring lighting and stuff earlier. But last time we went camping, well, awesome. I was a little bit more prepared. I brought these little little tiny LED lights, right, with battery. Yeah. But uh, they just like one that like hangs up in the tent. That's such a game changer. Just to be able oh, to click yeah. that thing in the night or totally, you know, whatever you need to find your. Totally. Something, toothbrush or water, Absolutely. and you can actually like see. I have a tent that has a, a little attic. It's just a mesh shelf that uh, yeah. goes in the very top, and I always leave a little light up there, and it's great. Yeah, it's I like, left leave one in my little bag on the side. Like perfect. Yeah, that's all you need. Bag or something. Yeah. That's all you need. And uh, now they're making rechargeable headlamps and stuff like that, which is so cool. So they've gotten technology, man. It's coming. Uh, Tank gold. Uh, you went on a little airstream. I went mission. to Costa Noa this weekend. I'm going this weekend. Sick. I leave All in right. a couple days. Uh, just a quick little shout out. I stayed actually, I didn't stay on our bed in the camper. My dad stayed on our bed. Head tent? No, I stayed on this active era luxury twin size air mattress. And I have to say, I was quite impressed with the comfort yeah. level. Is it just a straight air mattress? It's rubber, just a normal vinyl, rubber vinyl. Does it have tons grody. of cells in it? Or it's how does just it work? super comfortable. It feels like it. It like you're sleeping on air. But do you like get immediately in just a big crevice in the thing? And no, it's, it's actually quite def- nice. Deflating the entire yeah. Night? Did you wake up on the ground? No, it has an embedded pump built in. And was the, it always going off? No, it went off when I filled it up. And then when I, the cool thing is it has a deflate mode where it actually yeah. turns the fan around. I mean, that's the most important thing. Yeah. So it was great. Anyways, we, uh, we booked Costa Noa earlier. We talked about this briefly. I booked one of the back end sites in the front with the little grassy area. Um, we did Sunday through Tuesday. Uh, talk about a little, this is not a hack. This is just kind of brute forcing your way, but we didn't actually stay Monday night and leave Tuesday. I booked Tuesday night so that I could just stay to the end of day Monday. Ah, I see. Yeah. Right. So you didn't want to bounce. Why didn't you just stay the night? Cause I needed to come needed back to, to work. work on oh, Tuesday. I see. I see. Yeah. But the nice thing is we, we were there till like five or six. Yeah. You weren't so forced like, to leave at 10 o'clock. Or exactly. Whatever. We didn't like wake up in a rush to pack and clean up. It was like a nice, like, and you pay the extra night, 80 bucks or something for the extra night. And, and it was, it was really nice. Uh, when you're balling, who cares, right? The weather was amazing. A little bit breezy. Um, but I mean, just beautiful, like mid seventies, during the day, um, Costa Noa, for those that have not been, is a pretty special place. 
Uh, and it kind of caters to almost anybody that enjoys outside and nature. It's options for everyone. Yeah. There's 20 miles north of Santa Cruz along the uh, Highway 1, Pacific Coast Highway. And probably out my favorite part of the California coast. Mm-hmm. And it has a uh, horse riding there. They have um, a restaurant. They have a hotel. They have real cabins, like nice, kind of yeah. luxurious cabins. And then they have tent cabins. They kind of have a little bit of everything in there. And, and then they also have a KOA camp, which has its own cabins that you yep. can rent. And it has area for trailers. and Yeah, so we're doing the tent stuff. cabin. Uh, my son and I are going on a boys trip. Sweet. I think we're going to take the truck. And uh, I haven't been since it was like new. So it's been a long, long time. Wow. Um, but I love the whole area. I'll have to get a little download offline about kid options and what to do. And yeah. So they are in the middle. In the area. middle of the entire campground, there is a, I think it's called a pine cone, which is kind of like a bar lounge area. And then next to that is an activity center. And they have like this time when we went, they were doing art and some other thing. But there's like, a playground for the kids. You can rent bikes. There's horseback riding this year is shut down still. Mm. Um, they're bringing it back next year, but there's like uh, bean hollow beach is five minute drive up the road. And so that's like that one beach. of the coolest like exploration places yeah. to go. Um, and uh, I would say bring both of your bikes if you can. Um and there's like you can rent games like lawn games and yep. stuff in the middle there they have cool. uh the rest they have a restaurant the general store is super cute and fun outdoor chess <clears throat> they have an amazing little restaurant they have a general store which I is got nice. emotional. yeah Sorry. I love it. Um, oh by the way stop 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 I went up there with my kids. I, I wasn't visited. even done yet. So oh. we did. But we should talk about Saturday because Saturday was like a big day for everybody. But before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, I yeah. yeah. Get, so Saturday morning. So fr- Saturday morning, wake up with the kids and my dad, my wife going to Vegas with her girlfriends. Kids and dad wake up, leave the house at about nine. I wanted to leave at seven. Typical situation. I go to this really amazing morning motors. Yes, yeah, in Santa Cruz on Sunday. Yeah. Sorry, not Saturday on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, and I ran into you guys there. It was pretty cool. <laughs> you guys had a cars and coffee or morning you motors. Ran situation. into us. Yeah, uh, and then uh, right after that, we went to Beeline Motor Club to watch some F one. I brought the camper there. I got yelled at for taking up the whole parking spot or parking lot. Yeah, and then we went to Costa Noa, and Lane and his amazing little family showed up. Yeah, um, I did. And hilarity ensued. Okay. We drove up in the 911 with my two kids. Sick. And right off the bat, well, Ali, was he had made, like, he had become best friends with the neighbors there. And they're coming over, Ali, Ali, here's some uh, artichoke dip. You want you should try this. And, you know, it's hey, kinda, Ali. It's kind of nice. And uh, and great lend, little family. Lending them, like, games to play for the kids and stuff like this. Uh, but I got up there. He had a little leftover steak, mid tacos. It was delicious. Ribeye um, cap, carne yeah, asada tacos. Kind of amazing. With shishito peppers and jicama. I like it. We proceeded. We did it. Lane and I did it. We did it. Ego s'mores. What? Yep. And it was glorious. Game changer. <laughs> are we going to do it for a camping You know awesome? s'mores yeah. are like, you know how s'mores like, you always like, you're like, yeah, I'll do s'mores, and then they kind of suck. I'm not a big s'mores fan. You know, and they kind of suck. Right? They suck. They they're, fall apart. They get all your too hands. too sweet. Whatever they're too dry. Like, yeah. 
Just imagine a choco taco that doesn't melt. <laughs> Do you know the choco tacos are done? Did oh, we talk about oh, this? Are By the you way, kidding me? This yes. is, they canceled I know that. them. I know. Did you know our last episode that came out? Our last episode that came out, we did a whole debate on what was better, choco tacos or itzits. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I know. Because two we days later, they canceled Chocolate Tacos. And then I was on the beach in Santa Cruz, and they had a, there was a homie selling ice cream out of a little trolley cart. Choco. And uh, he had a Chocolate Taco sticker. Oh. I was like, Andrew and I went and got ice cream. I'm like, do you have Chocolate Tacos? He's like, out. just sold out. Yep. I'm like, that might have been Bummer, my last dude. chance. Dude. Bomber. I don't know. Days Your Market girls might have them. My girls went to Days Market. They sent me a photo. Of them cheersing their Choco Tacos. 7-Elevens have Choco Tacos. So I think there's probably, they're in supply now, but it's whatever they've made, I think that's it. And so we're at like the last three months of Choco Tacos. Do you think they're going to have to re-up it though? This is like, dude, like they sold. This is like when they canceled. um, Hostess Twinkies. Yeah. And someone bought Twinkies and still made them. Oh yeah. And there's been talks about that. How would you not just sell We need to have art by Choco Taco. I'm down. This is when they canceled Family Guy. Sell the E36. Sell the E36 and buy Choco Taco brand. Yeah, the whole thing. And make it bigger than GoPro. Yeah. It's owned by Klondike. And they just said it makes money, but not enough. So we're going to Yeah, like we have other things that are killing it. it. We're just going to kill it. Anyways, the Eggo waffles turned out to be. Okay, so do you. The challenge of the Eggo waffles, I'll tell you, was how to toast them the proper way. So you're cooking the waffles over the fire too? That's right. That's tough, dude. I put a barbecue grate. I put a grate out. On over the fire, I always and they're frozen. Yeah, they're frozen. To start with, so that's yeah. tricky, right? You it was a little bit tricky. Yeah. There were a couple I mean, of them that it got was a little tricky toasty. for some people. Yeah, for me. Uh, but I was fine. And then the cool thing about it is you're not, dude. When it's the, so sweet, right? Chocolate and marshmallows. You're not adding a lot of sweetness. Yeah. So you're taking away a little, you know, and and it it just wraps all that stuff into a nice thing that's the little not a chocolate mess. melt the chocolate melts into the little crevices yeah. of the waffle yeah. it doesn't like drip out all over the place it's actually it's basically what a s'more should be wow. yeah yeah wow. sorry graham cracker yeah seriously oh wait so you're you're tacoing it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're not one, going, one you're not going two no that's sandwich a, that'd be ridiculous yeah, that, and you need like we may do that during car week depending on how that feels like a mess though how like about the this nice yeah. thing about no, the taco, taco thing was rad because i was just carrying it and walking around and doing work you yeah. could never do that wow yeah okay and uh, i didn't get marshmallow over my hands and yeah. chocolate and stuff dang it all was right rad i love it what uh type of waffle did you use we just used plain ego home style ego ego okay ego home style waffles you didn't go with buttermilk generic oh they were buttermilks yeah, they're the whatever that. Yeah, no, the style. home style. Sorry, yeah. sorry. They're the home style. Sorry, sir. <laughs> but I thought it would be fun if you could find like an Eggo cinnamon waffle. Or no, something. that's real fun. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> you're such an idiot. The thing, the thing that I enjoy about it is that you're you're adding something that isn't that super sweet, and you're in a thing you I can agree. hold totally. without getting your hands all like totally, sticky totally, and stuff, totally. So. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's key. You want the base to be semi. And uh, I'd hate un- to say it, but I think an Eggo. S'more is more impressive than a s'more sant. Oh, yeah. Because s'more, but I want to taste a s'more sant. Yeah. S'more sant sounds pretty good. It's got <laughs> it's a good a little ring. too, like, a little too, too high bougie. Brow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the sous vide of s'mores. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who is it? I think Whole Foods oh. sells as mini croissants. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. Can Many do people do, but yeah, I'm down. I will mess I up. I think Safeway probably does. <laughs> For sure. For sure. These guys are looking um, at me mocking So speaking me. of which, uh, food at Camping Awesome is kind of a hot topic. Uh, All right. What do we want to do for food? So... I think we got to do a sausage party again. That worked out pretty well, but it's all about the sides. What do you, what's your uh, sigh there? What's up, bro? Know. It just depends. So 
I kind of want to cook something nice this year. Wow. <laughs> oh, but we're totally against that. <laughs> yeah, of course, dude. What do you got? The problem is that like those taps are good. There's so many uh, like there's a bunch of people that show up and this is me being completely selfish. So I'm sorry for sounding like an <laughs> but or a jerk. I'm sorry. You don't have to bleep that. Uh, like when I make all of this like very you know, I spend a lot of time prepping before we even get to the campsite to marinate the meat and cut it and trim it, all of this stuff. And then somebody shows up with like a hot dog and like, and then they're like taking all of my food that I like prepped and all of this stuff. And then like, the so you don't way, like to share like, is what you're saying. Uh, I like, I, I like to share <laughs> if I know that I'm going to share. Uh, yeah. Right. If right. I don't know that I'm about to share with some dude that just showed up with his portion of the, well, the then I think luck and then, it's a hot dog. Well, then I think like, it takes a little communication to be like, Hey, here's the menu. Here's what's expected, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Sounds like a lot, dude. It's Mark. too much work. And I mean, it's, me, it's work. I didn't bring anything and I just ate your food. But also time. we, we will it's buy, we usually get pizzas and you. like super easy stuff like that, which takes, it's like not even camping, right? You're just having delivered food. Or we'll do sausages. Sausages is easy because, you know, it's very simple. They're already cooked and you just warm them up. But uh, we also have a couple different campsites. I think there's at least two, one or two off-site campsites that are doing their own thing as well. It's for Peter and... Drew and them have the site. Where did they went to a different area? I don't know which number they have. No, I thought Drew was with us. I thought they said they were in our area. Uh, 39? I have no idea. They're in the 60s, I think. Anyways. 39? Oh, why did they get different areas? I don't know. I thought Drew was going with us. I put his name on our thing. Maybe. Jeez. I don't know. I don't know what's happening right now. So, in other words, I think there might be less people than you think and or the ability to... to cater the menu a little better. So I'm not sure what I'll cook. It'll have something to do with red meat, some vegetables, and some bread. Okay. Sandwich style, buffet, maybe tacos, maybe something. And are you cooking over the fire? Persian? Yeah. I like it. Are you cooking over the fire? When I go camping, everything gets cooked over the open fire. You don't bring a barbecue? No. I see. Absolutely not. Okay. It's offensive. All right. I may bring a barbecue if I want to smoke something, but (laughs) that's it. Or if I want to cook something easily without having to start a fire. Uh, When you get to the campsite, you start a fire and you keep it going. The the real flex is that can you put your fire out the night before, but leave the embers in a good enough way to where you can start the fire the next morning off of those embers. And not light the entire county on fire. And not light the entire county on fire. And I did that at Costa Noah. They have a new thing. Wait, you, you lit the county on fire? Yes. If you leave a fire unattended, it's a $50 fine. Yeah, that sounds right. So even if it's like... But what is un- unattended? Like, can you be in the camper while it's going? Yes. Yeah. But you can't be off the campsite. You can't, like, go on a hike yeah. and, like, start a well, big geez, fire. Who's doing but that's that? normal. But even they said even embers. Like, you have to, like, put it all out. Yeah, yeah, it's risky, dude. Risky business. I always worry about that one of the big fires up where we used to go camping it was started by hunters or fishermen basically that, that exact scenario yep. they just didn't put out the fire well enough and there was like a wind storm that rolled through and it just blasted it so it makes sense it makes sense yeah and people are dumb and yeah also i think i found the source my favorite source for firewood so far just steal not it including not including or? that really awesome place in Half Moon Bay mm-hmm. uh, on 92. But uh, Ace Hardware, their boxed hardwood is actually quite good. Yeah, but it, what's what's the newsflash there? 
I'm just, I mean, compared to like the tinder that you get from most oh, boxed like, wood, yeah, yeah, like this stuff like lasts a long time. You can split it and use it as smaller pieces. Yeah. It yeah. was really, really good firewood. You know, my buddy said, who's like, really, I think we've talked about this, but he's very into like firewood and stuff. He said the best firewood is um, olive. Olive is really good. Olive wood. Better than almond. Better than oak. Juniper olive. is also good too. Juniper? I like oat, sappy as hell. I like oat milk. Oat milk's good. <laughs> Oat milk is really good. What about pig milk? <laughs> that's good. And that's Jamie pumpkins. olive oil. Yeah. yeah. Hiya. <laughs> okay. We've been watching too much Uncle Roger on YouTube. No, we haven't. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.